0: This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM.
1: Hello and welcome to Valley Watch, a show that's brought to you by our good friends at Bonneville Broadcasting, where we are coming to you from the KTAR studios. My name is Rob McDade. I'm a captain with the Phoenix Fire Department in charge of our public affairs division, which covers social media, the PIOs you see on scenes. And this show is to talk about anything related to public safety or your safety here in our community. Our guest today was so good last week, we decided to bring him back for another show because we believe that Arizona Burn Foundation, their work that they do is so important that we want to make sure that you know what is going on in the year 2023, this new year and the great things they have? The CEO of Arizona Burn Foundation is Rex. Rex Albright is here. Rex, how are you? I'm great, Rob. Thank you for having me back. Yes, we, uh, we got, we, you know, fan mail came in. We loved the segment. Can you please have him back? And I said, sure, <laughs> we could bring Rex back. So for those that are listening for the first time, give us an overview of what is the Arizona Burn Foundation and what do you do for our community?
0: Arizona Burn Foundation is the organization in the state of Arizona that actually is missioned is to support burn survivors and their families after the traumatic injury of burn, plus also prevent the next burn injury and be fire safe in your homes.
1: So when you look at that, boy, that encompasses a lot, right? So obviously, the Phoenix Fire Department, uh, that's near and dear to us. We we cover all traumatic injuries, but the burn injuries are the ones that I think uh, firefighters remember the most. And we know that those can be lasting scars. I'm trying to put this the right way without making it sound too negative. These can be impactful injuries to folks that people might feel they carry them they carry that with them for the rest of their lives. I think that I'm saying that right. It's something that that they will it's obvious to those that hey this person must have had some sort of traumatic burn injury. And if the folks don't have something like Arizona Burn, once their care is taken care of, they're they're just let back into the community without having the somebody really make sure that their needs and their family needs are taken care of. What is the Arizona Burn doing? What do you do to fill that in?
0: So I think one of the things that came out of 2020 with our COVID-19 is the idea of mental health. And we have noticed, and we were founded in 1967 by the Arizona Burn Center at the time uh, here at uh, ValleyWise. And what they noticed is that the trauma of burn is physical, but it's also emotional and mental. And not only for the burn survivors, but the family. So we were founded to work with that kind of synopsis of, of of our mission is to really get families moving forward and that's mental health and it's been something that we haven't really talked about it in this country a lot but with the COVID 19 uh, coming on people really started understanding what isolationism means and let's take that back so when you're a burn survivor and you have a physical scar or you have a fear of doing something because of a trauma that happened to you uh, in an accident you might become isolated and if you become isolated, as we all felt when we were told to not go outside for two or three weeks, we felt this isolation. You can Imagine that for your whole life, whatever that looks like to you as a child or as an adult. And so what we need to do is remind ourselves is that people who have a trauma and they feel like they're not part of a community or they feel like they're different, they don't want to go out and interact in that community. So what our mission has done and really focuses on is making sure they know there's a safe place to go. At first, it's really about getting with other burn survivors and other people who have lived their exact story, which is that Traumatic injury, and then once we get them to that point, then it's introducing them to an opportunity to to branch out to the next level, which is people who are with burn but also with people who have not experienced trauma, and then have them interact together in public settings but it's safe. And then getting them to the point where they just are okay being outside. And then they know how to answer the stories. They know how to deal with the stairs if they get them. They know how to tell their story from their own perspectives. And once you get that ownership of who you are as a person, you are now able to live your best life. You're no more hiding. You're no more fearful. There's no more isolationism. And as things start to happen in our lives again, you know, you get a new job or you get new excitement in relationships or if something bad happens like, oh my God, I lost my job or I have a relationship that went bad. You don't go back into that hole of isolationism because you have... We give you skills to move forward in not only your burn injury, but all back in life, all your traumas, because you have now tools to deal with the emotional trauma that you're getting.
1: We're lucky here in the Valley of the Sun that we have people that really want to connect with this community, make a difference in this community. Oh. Uh, Your organization relies on donors, and that's important, but I could tell you I've seen the way that I feel like you maximize a dollar better than anybody. I feel like you get the most out of it. So when folks go to azburn.org, and they can get involved, they can get involved as low as, hey, I'm on a fixed income, but I still want to help. Great. Go walk and do a smoke detector walk with us. Help out. Or if somebody says, you know what? I've earmarked money that I want to donate back into my community You take that money, and like I said, I feel like you maximize it. Talk about what you would do with those funds for 2023. Talk about the great events that you have this year that will make a difference and an impact on those burn survivors.
0: Yeah, and let's talk about money. So we also are part of the Arizona tax credit. So if you are doing your taxes now, since it is January, and we're talking about the new year, and you're going to be looking at your tax accountant pretty soon, you have a if you're a single $400 opportunity, or a, a couple, you have an $800 opportunity, Arizona Burn Foundation is part of that great program. So please think of us as you're filling out those taxes, and you feel like, Oh, my goodness, I got to give money away, we'll give it to us instead of the Uncle Sam, or to the state of Arizona, we'd appreciate it. But from that perspective is, we need to get our citizens and our burn survivors out in the communities. So we've created six new camps. For 2023, we have six areas of community engagement that we're putting our our survivors into. Very ambitious. Very ambitious. We've done as many as four in the last three years, but now we're going to six. And really it's about, we have the one coming up in a couple weeks in the the end of January that's about families. So it's under the six-year-olds. It's our camp nurture program. So if you have a burn injury with a child under six years old, it's a whole different need that you have as a family about moving forward about, you know, it could be about guilt. It could be about blame. It could be about how the child interacts with their siblings. So we have a camp just for that age group. Then we've branched out into what we call leaders in training and our young adults who are eighteen to twenty-five. They're really walking through a, a system where they need to understand who they are as a young adult. Now they're going out of their mom's houses. They're going to college. They're getting re- serious relationships, work, and so we have this whole retreat around that group. We've added in a family camp, what we call family camp, which is truly whatever age you are, whoever you are, and everybody in that family who is a burn survivor and their support system come together and let's interact with each other and have stories because we do know that folks who have burned born, burned in the past who haven't really addressed the issue and all of a sudden they start thinking about it, they need to have support. Well, where do you get that support? 20 years post-burn, where do you get that support? So we have a family now where we can have everybody come together and just talk about it. And then we have Camp Connections, which is our one of our newer camps where it's Couples. So, if you're a, a, a spouse, real, spousal relationship, and you have a burn survivor in that environment, all of a sudden the one spouse becomes a caretaker. They are the ones who are doing the dressing changes. They're the ones who are getting driving you to therapies. They're the ones who are now taking care of you as a patient. And then, then you got to get back to at some point to that intimate spousal relationship. Well, that's easy to say, but it's really hard to just flip the switch, Absolutely. Actually, especially if the burn injury has taken weeks or, or months to get over. So we need to get them back together and understand how to be a couple again and not be a caregiver and a, and a patient. So we're working on that issue right now. So that's one of our newer camps. And then we have our, our adult camps, because if you're burned as an adult, sometimes you don't have that system of support. You kind of you know if you're single, if you're just out and about in the community, Or your husband and wife, and you got an older child who's in his teens. Where do you go for that kind of support? Because the family system has already been established and it's already already got its habits and its direction. So you need that support to get back to who you are. So it's just a it's a way to get back engaged with the community.
1: And and I could I could speak on behalf of listening to these survivors, and I'm always moved by the folks that are will come and speak and talk. And it is amazing to me that you have found folks that have needed this help for decades and i have listened to folks speak and say, we thought this was going to be the norm for the rest of our life. And to have somebody in their 40s say, I've felt like this since my 20s and I feel like I've got my life back, that has to be rewarding to you and your staff that that's the difference you see right in front of you. Correct,
0: because we know that if you're hiding something, no matter how much you think you're going forward, you're still holding something back. So as soon as you're able to free yourself from that burden of, I'm the only one, or I have to be different because I am different, it makes you feel like you're not part of the community. It's just, you know, as much as you're masking, we call burn, unfortunately, a lifelong injury. It is something that happens, and it will be a memory for you for the rest of your life, either you know, a physical reminder or emotional reminder. And so, it's it's really learning how to address that internally, but also then to project that externally. And so, that's what our whole programming is about in these new camps for 2023 is really getting people to understand how to say who they are, how to live their best life, and how to then move forward. And one of my favorite parts of of this job is really talking to the folks who are involved in our community and a burn survivor came to me and I asked him one time, what, why do you stay involved? He's been involved for over 30 years as a burn survivor himself, but also now as a volunteer. And I say, why do you stay involved? And he goes, when I went to camp as a burn survivor, I was always a burn survivor. When I got to camp, I became a kid. I was able to tell my name. I was no longer qualified as you are a burn survivor and in your name. I was just my name. I just became a person. And what organization do you not want to be a part of that says, I'm going to give you your name back? especially as a child, you know, that's 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 life affirming. Your name is who you are. It's your identity. And if you're afraid to say it without a qualifier, it's really hard to move forward. So once you're able to just say who you are and live it and love it, you're great. Move
1: forward. It's pretty amazing. And I, and I think I love when I look back at the history of Arizona Burn and over 50 years of existence and the difference you made. 22 years ago, I went through the academy, the fire academy, and you have to do philanthropy and you have to either – you know, paint Boys and Girls Club or help out in the community. We went up to Camp Courage, but our only job, we went up before the camp started and we helped refurbish some of the cabins and we helped put together the the uh, events that would happen. And I didn't go back uh, as a firefighter until I had seven years on and somebody in my academy, Andrea Glass, who is an assistant chief now at Tempe, says, Rob, you need to come back. You need to see the difference. And so I looked at it through the prism of Just helping the children, right? Because the children all they have the hardest time, you know, you know, working through this and working with their families. But I would I I think now that I look back and and we did make a difference, but the adults I think all the different age groups that you've helped, I won't say that they were maybe overlooked, but I think now that they are absolutely taken care of. Did you was that consciously done where you looked at all the demographics of who you served and you want to make sure you were equally taking care of everybody? So
0: what what it came from really is a conversation in 2019 was when we started talking about how do we expand a little bit more from Camp Courage, which is the camp you're referring to, and let's talk about that just for a second, uh, is is that we have an opportunity to work with a child who's between the ages of 6 and 15, and then we have leaders in chaining 15 to 18 that go to that camp and have a great time. So. I just got in 2019, I asked the question of one of our burn survivors about, they said, the best week of my life is camp. The worst week of my, the worst day of my life is the day I leave camp. Darn. And so we took that and we said, we have to start doing programming year round. So we started taking that age group and saying how can we do more activities year round in different communities to keep those kids connected? But then as we was talking to different age groups, you know, the under six year old burn survivors, the over 18 year old burn survivors, we were starting to hear the same things so is like that they feel disconnected. Not only just that one week a year, they don't get that. They just need nothing or very little or they feel like they're not getting enough. And we felt the need to fill all those gaps. So over 2020, 21, and then all of 22, we put together a conscientious effort to say, what do they need? How do we do it? And how do we get the funding to make it happen? AZburn.org is how we get the funding. People, please look at us, especially for the tax credit, but also it's how we then make an interaction to those communities. And now we have the programs available. We had over 200 people show up at a holiday party in December between Phoenix and the Southern Arizona markets. It's like, people need this, and we just are now able to support them.
1: Well, that's fantastic. We're very lucky that we have your organization in our community. And, folks, please, I implore you, AZBurn.org, get out there and help out. Rex, thanks so much for joining us.
0: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
1: And thank you for joining us at uh, Valley Watch. Ed Cole, thank you for being the producer, and thank you for making sure that I sound good. That's a hard job for Ed to have here, to make sure that I sound good. AZBurn.org, look at all of their social media accounts on Facebook, on Instagram, and enjoy your new year. And if you want to get involved, please get involved. Either their smoke detector walks, or if you want to do the tax credit, trust me, folks, you will be making a difference in somebody's life, and that will make you feel good at the same time. Have a great day, and thanks for joining us on Valley Watch.